0: Clutch Up, a prop betting podcast. Welcome to Clutch Up, a prop betting podcast. This back size, we are covering the Browns trip to Pittsburgh Steelers. It should be an enticing game, to say the least. I've got Jack, who is a writer from Dogland and also a part of the Paul Brown podcast to give us insights, potential betting props on the way. Right, today we've got Jack, who's a, a Cleveland Browns fan. Uh, Jack, you're going to Pittsburgh again, just like you did last week, taking your 3rd rate rushing, rushing attack to their, their very competent rush defence. Of course, you're missing a lot of players from COVID. How do you think this is going, my friend?
1: Yeah, so it's a, uh, it feels like we, we've done this one before. So um, it's funny, I think it's the fourth time in NFL history we've had back-to-back games, um, the same team. Um, so, no, it's. I wish we were COVID-free because then I think we really had a good chance to nick it. Both teams, I don't think, are either a team that is going to comfortably run away with a game. So, it's going to be one score left or right on the result. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's probably going to be a loss. Um, but I think still only by one score. I can't see them uh, beating anyone. They, they, they're just a bit overrated.
0: I, I think it's unfair that you're... Uh, Carl maker can't be at the ground in some sort of remote capacity I mean this common with everything with Covid at the moment we're, we're talking on uh, Zoom at the moment so it, it just doesn't make sense why he can't be there it's a shame
1: really yeah um, lots of attention has come to it I think the real attention should be on the the three key players we're missing um, which I think have a much bigger impact because in all honesty they can script up the game and uh, they can know what they're doing um, They'll more or less have that together that you've got three key players being missed. You've got on the um, offensive side, Joel Petonio, who's the third best guard in the NFL, according to PFF this year. Um, we've got number one, who's offers him. Number 11 um, is unfortunately on out injured for the Browns. Um, we had three of the top 11 guards. Um, so we're going to be calling on probably potentially like our seventh O lineman to play. We've got Denzel Ward, who's missing a corner, who um, The four times he's not played this year, we've got absolutely destroyed in the secondary. And then the other one is Olivier Vernon opposite Garrett, who in the second half of this season has been playing a lot better than Miles Garrett. And that is something I never thought I'd say about uh, another defender on the Browns. Um, He has been having a cracking end of the season. But Achilles injury late last week uh, really just that saw off his season. So, where, where are you going to attack Pittsburgh, do you think? What sort of
0: angles? What sort of players are we are looking for potentially going over their lines or maybe not going over their lines?
1: Yeah, if you're betting, the one that I've been on now for several weeks and it's been doing wonders for me, um, burnt me a little bit last week because they, they just rested him and took him out of the game plan uh, to save him for this week. But that's the Nick Chubb receiving over. Um, so, if you look back at his numbers, you think, hey, he didn't do anything for the first 11 weeks. why why would you back this guy and that's because they built him into the screen game and they kicked it off in week 12 and then since then we've had 32 yards 26 yards 21 yards 16 yards 38 yards so you're thinking hey this line what is it going to be set is it going to be set at 25 um over under no it's set at nine and a half and that has just been money for three weeks on the bounce and then yeah we had disappointment last week where they just they were saving some stuff for this week, but uh, it's all on the table now. So that should be easy money for anyone that wants it.
0: As for receivers, do you would you get well would you like any of your receivers or do you more sort of linking towards possibly your tight end, Austin Hooper?
1: Austin Hooper's definitely been my preferred direction. Um just on there, because we've seen the last three weeks, five catches, seven catches, four catches. So they have liked to get him involved and target him. It's always a bit all over the place with our wide receivers. You just don't know what's going to happen. And you've got some really intriguing pieces in that secondary for the Steelers. So they could easily go and sort of go, hey, we're going to shut this down. We're not going to allow them to do X, Y, Z. When we played them earlier in the season... Um, you've got Jarvis Landry, three catches, 40 yards. So they've got some fantastic players like Mike Hilton where if they want to shut people out, they can easily do it. So whereas you've got Austin Hooper, that's got a lot lower bar to get to sort of the line set, two and a half, three and a half, depending where you're looking. If you're looking at Jarvis Landry, that's four and a half, a lot more receiving yards, then you've got more risk. So 61 and a half, I just don't feel good. Back in Jarvis Landry on that. Um, I think the line is set really well, whereas an Austin Hooper, 32 and a half when he's been getting 41, 71, 37. If you, if you want a better receiver, Austin Hooper, for me, is the guy you want to be putting your money on.
0: Well, this year, the Steelers are quite uh, good against the Titans, as they've been quite good against most, actually. they're I think they're second-rated uh, but they are leaking uh, receptions. Uh, they're averaging 4.6 receptions to the tight end spot at 39.9. So there is flexibility there. Uh, again, it depends on where Baker goes and where he wants to target. And if he wants to target, Austin Hooper, there will be design uh, schemes for that.
1: Yeah, and no, I'm sure. No, without a doubt. And it's something he's been looking to get him more and more involved. Um, there is going to be some drops. So we went through the... The catches, the targets have been higher, especially in week 16 where we missed the whole wide receiver core. Um, but you'll get the odd drop. So don't worry too much. If, if he does drop one, they're still going to keep passing to him. Um, he, he get, he'll get the receptions. The yards might not be as pretty, but the receptions are what has been really, really steady for uh, Austin Hooper the last three weeks. And he's also a potential red
0: zone opportunity as well, isn't he? So he's going to stick out a little bit more. There's a chance that he might actually get one of his receptions would be a touchdown as well.
1: Uh, Baker, all the way back through college, does love a, uh, a tight end in the red zone. Um, the, the one I've gone for for the sort of anytime TD is Nick Chubb. I've uh, paired that up actually with his uh, receiving. You're getting it at evens depending on the, the markets you're looking at. So um, for me, that, that, that's quite a nice bet.
0: It is. Well, we, we discussed earlier that there's potentially your secondary is going to be a lot weaker now that Denzel's out. Who do you think might profit from
1: this? So for me, the, the instant place to go to is Chase Claypool. Um, it's almost, it's fraudulent the right word. So the, the betting line is forty nine and a half, and we're looking at 54, 54, 101. Um, and I, I would expect that to be on the higher end. They're going to go deep. It's messy as hell back there because any time Denzel Ward's not playing, um, we've just been torn torn apart. Um, We can see this sort of four big games in the secondary um, to every time. Mike Glennon was ripping us apart. That obviously the name that is set to be a Hall of Famer, uh, no doubt. If Mike Glennon can rip us apart, even a washed up big Ben can easily do it. So the the other
0: opportunities are obviously Deontay Johnson, who just doesn't seem to be able to catch as many these days, but he is getting the targets. And in the slot, you're also missing your slot's uh, cornerback as well, which might open up a little bit for Juju. So you, there's a possibility for both of those lines, but you prefer the Claypool as a as a whole.
1: Yeah, Claypool definitely prefer that. Um, the reason why I tend to steer away from Deontay Johnson and Juju, I had them both on one of my fantasy teams through the season. And from week to week, one of them seems to have a great game and then it's the other one and then it flips back and it's trying to guess which one it is each week. So there's definitely the potential to get burnt, whereas Claypool just seems to be in a lot more steady. Um, It's always around that sort of just above 50 mark um, in sort of out the last, what, nine, 10 weeks. It's um, eight of them above 50. So... The numbers are looking really good there. Um, the one thing I'd just be really, really careful of with betting, at the end of the day, you're this close to the game. Wait for a decision on Jack Conklin. If you're looking at touching anything, rushing um, or passing yards for Baker, just because if if he's not playing and you're missing Joel Petonio and you're missing Jack Conklin, suddenly two out of the five on an O-line, that's where it's got the potential to really fall apart. It's a really good D-line. Um, the Steelers have got, even with the injuries. So they're going to cause problems. But if you're missing two out of five, it can get a bit sticky. Whereas if you're only missing one, you can usually bodge it. A bit of extra sort of work um, can happen. So it's one, just keep an eye. um, Any of those Baker overs on passing or any of the uh, running back rushing, because we played the Jets and they just completely uh, changed up their front, shut down the run. And we were just forced to throw. the The run was over. I think it was something crazy. Like Nick Chubb had like eight rushes for one yard um, at one stage in that game. It was uh, it was insane.
0: Well, well saying that, we're well, trying to remain as positive as we possibly can. Your currently team total for the Browns is twenty and a half, and the Pittsburgh Steelers are twenty seven and a half. Are either of them achievable? Do you think?
1: Um. I would say if, if Conklin plays, then I'd, I'd expect us to go and get 20, uh, beat the 20 and a half. Um, it's quite a good line set. I wouldn't look at that and go, hey, the, there's going to be a load of value on it. Um, it's not set right. Um, I've quite liked the, the teasing down. Um, I probably shouldn't be saying this as a Browns fan, but I've, I've actually covered for potential disappointment of the game going wrong and uh, put Steelers minus two and a half into an uh, accumulator just to sort of cover it. If if I'm, I'm feeling down at 4.30 in the morning when the game ends, then at least I can go, hey, got a little bit of money. But it's leaning more towards an over game than an under game. Um, I, I think the Steelers side probably favours me more than the Browns at this point. Um, if I saw that everyone's healthy um, on the O-line, then I think you can definitely look at the Browns game. But I'd say that's another one just just hold on it um, until a decision comes out and it won't be long. You'll probably hear within the next couple of hours. So um, it'll all be out pretty soon.
0: Jack, thank you very much for your
1: insight. It's brilliant. Are you, what podcast are you on at the moment? So do you want to put Yeah. So I'm part of the Paul Brown podcast. So uh, we're UK based uh, Brown's podcast and uh, we pump out loads of shows. So, I don't think we're going to do a post game show tonight at half four in the morning. I think that's going to wait until Monday. Um, but no, and then I do my writing at the Dogland. Um, so no, thank you for having me on. And uh, yeah, Nick Chubb over. That is the one. Receiving over. Um, book it. And uh, don't worry too much if it becomes a little sweaty. It'll probably hit either in the first or the third. We've had a couple of times where we've rinsed off more screens in the second half. So if it's not there by half time, don't panic. You'll be all right.
0: Thank you, Jack. Appreciate it. Stay safe, my friend. And I wish you all the best. Enjoy the Thanks game. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening. And I hope you enjoy the match. Remember, prop betting is for now, not just the Super Bowl. Stay safe. Be lucky. It's Big Amo signing off. Until next time. Bye.